Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing uh, too special. So we still have to go further on without uh, Grant Hanley. Uh, he's still on his way uh, back. Of course, him close with his uh, long-term uh, injury. Also, um, Alex Sete is not available for tomorrow because of uh, private reasons. And um, yeah, that's uh, more or less uh, the biggest news. Uh, Jamal Lewis uh, returned back to team training on uh, Wednesday. So. Two days ago, um, it seems to be all right at the moment. We will still be a bit uh, careful with him and, and we'll decide from day to day how it develops after after his knee injury because he uh, came back injured uh, from his uh, national games uh, with the national team. Um, yeah, but that's uh, the most important topics. Okay, and I'm, I'm sure you've heard the big news concerning Arsenal this morning that hmm. their manager is no longer at the club. Just your, your first thoughts. Hmm. Yeah, you always feel um, for the for the head coach when such a relationship between him and the club um, has come to an end, and uh, for that it's always always a bit uh, disappointing and, and sad news, especially when you work in the uh, in the same job and and you you feel for him. That's uh, definitely for sure. Um, but it's also part of the job, so sometimes you have to accept that there um, uh, is an end of a of a relationship and that's it's a new beginning. It makes uh, life sometimes even a bit more difficult in order to prepare then for the next game because it's a bit bit unpredictable uh, what in this case I think the caretaker will um, will do in terms of base formation in terms of personal personal terms but if I'm honest it was uh, already also a bit unpredictable even before because they changed a lot their formation uh, one of their strengths was also that to be flexible in the base formation and played with three men formation four men formation four two three one four four two with a diamond so it was would have been um, difficult to prepare for Arsenal in, in tactical and personal terms anyway. And for that, uh, I would say not an unbelievable big difference uh, because uh, Freddy Ljungberg was also assistant coach and, and the players are still the same and uh, within a few days you can't change um, a lot. So it's it's always a bit like a bit difficult because um, if, it, yeah, if it is anyhow a bit sad and disappointing ending or because the head coach leaves or whatever, so it's always... Always a bit like um, yeah, it starts from null and and a bit new energy is is perhaps and there on the pitch and for that always a bit uh, difficult moment to to play a team who has just had a change on this position but um, in general so it's it's nothing too special to to prepare so we were um, yeah prepared for a really difficult game for us anyway because it's it's still a top class club it's still uh, they're still top class players especially when I think about the the offense uh, we just have to speak about the lights like. Like I said, Aubameyang, Özil, Pepe, for me, all really world-class uh, players in the in the offense, and we don't have to speak about the potential of this team and this club. And for that, I think we have to be at our best in order to be competitive. But no doubt, playing maybe against another team that doesn't have a full-time manager must, mm. you know, well, what, what are your thoughts on that? It must be different to playing a team with a full-time manager. <laughs> It's not such um, a topic we can influence, and for for that also not not topic we spend any any energy. So if it's a good moment to play them or it's a bad moment to play them, we can't change it. And for that we don't complain that it's um, it's perhaps too difficult right now to prepare, or if it's easier or perhaps even even more difficult. So I, if I have to judge it, perhaps it's even more difficult to to play against a, a side. Yeah, when there is perhaps fresh energy then in the dressing room and they are a bit unpredictable but we can't influence it and for that it doesn't concern me too much so it is like it is and we will handle the situation. And just going back to last weekend of course the win against Everton mm -hmm. the cliche is that you know, first win for a while lifts the mood but you've always said 
if we win a game, it's not going to change our season. Or any single game, if we lose a game, it's not going to change our season. Mm. So where is it? What's the feeling now? Yeah. Well. A win is always good for the mood, it's always good for the self-confidence, also good for the position and the, uh, and the situation on the table without, without any doubt and we, we had a training week in a, in a pretty good mood but uh, we were not too, too down after, after a few um, disappointing results and right now also not uh, too high after a win so we don't lose uh, the feet under our ground, so it's the ground under our feet so it's not like um, yeah, we right now are fighting for the for the positions uh, that allow us to play in Europe uh, next uh, next uh, season. So we are still uh, the underdog in each and every game. It's especially against uh, Arsenal's side with really uh, top and 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 world class players without any doubt. But it also was was good for the mood and confidence that even in, in each and every game uh, we have a chance. So uh, if you're capable to be there with a well-deserved win, go to Park really a strong strong side. Also, even in this moment, were three games unbeaten and uh, were able to to create a bit of momentum. And we were then there to deliver a good performance and uh, to win the game with a clean sheet win. Um, then it means that we also have a chance here in a home game against Arsenal. So without any doubt, and for that. Um, yeah, it's it's good for the mood, the conf- confidence, and this mood we will play this game. Has it almost maybe made the players sort of you know rem- remember how to win that winning feeling? Yes, so there's no replacement for 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 wins. It's always good to have this uh, this feeling back, and like I said, so it was good for the confidence, uh, good for the for the mood, and especially when you play with such a young side. So it's it's quite important that you have these highlights, and you are reminded how how strong you can be when you stick together and. Um, you you are really fully focused and concentrated, and of course, it was also a big boost to have a few players uh, available for the for Goodison Park. Uh, for example, we had two fully fit uh, centre backs available. It was also also good, and we know um, when we have all players uh, together, and um, then we are definitely competitive in each every game. And it's good to know this. You mentioned Crystal Zimmerman obviously started mm-hmm. for the first time since August. You've spoken mm-hmm. in the last few weeks about how him coming back has helped around the training ground. Mm-hmm. How, how, how did it help on the pitch, apart from just having him? Yeah, he was uh, probably our, our key player in the defence in, uh, in the last season and to, to have this crucial player back uh, on the pitch is, uh, is always important. So, of course, with his, uh, with his skills and uh, his performance, but also it helps also like because he's meanwhile also experienced, it helps uh, also like the other players because we were playing with such a young such a young backline and when there is a leader who has also set the tone a bit in the in the defense also in tactical terms it also helps and um, to improve the other players so in general it's, it's good to have him back so we don't expect miracles that he is there with a world class performance right now from from uh, day to day because he was out for uh, such a such a long time but um, I wouldn't complain about it so he can go further on with this type of performance like he uh, delivered at, at Goodness Park and for that definitely good uh, to have him back and just a couple more you said after the game that maybe you put to one side the first 12 games that you've had this season so do you almost mm-hmm. feel after that win maybe the season almost starts again now um, each and every game counts and of course also the first 12 uh, game counts and, and uh, in terms of performances this was definitely alright we had some highlights but in general so of course we were not overly happy with the uh, with the amount of points but we couldn't change it so it's more like it was also due to many many injuries many problems we had in the beginning and we spoke about okay the main part of the season starts right now so the 
uh, it starts at Everton and in, in general in 20 games so it's the main part where the uh, where the table will be made and in this part we want to be strong as strong as possible and and uh, to gain as as many points as possible and for that of course three points were a good start but it was just three points so we want to go further on right now and hopefully we deliver also with a good performance and also with gaining some points uh, then against Arsenal. And just lastly with the centre-backs now hopefully fit and, and a couple more coming mm-hmm. back as well do you think we've that's the end of you starting with three three at the back like you have done I know you did it at the end of the Everton game but mm-hmm. do you think we'll see that? Yes, that's possible. We are, we are flexible, and uh, for us, we we have to be flexible on the on this level because it's it's in terms of individual quality and experience. Probably we are the underdog in each and every game, and sometimes it's it's important to uh, perhaps surprise the opponent, and also that you are capable to to react on on different developings, uh, either between two different games or within the game, and that we are capable to do this. We showed, for example, at Goodison Park, so it was I think quite important for the. For the last uh, 50 minutes, for the crunch time, to change a bit our uh, our base formation in order to to uh, get more control over the game, and and we know that we can change between the games or within the games, and uh, it's a good feeling to be honest. So for that, it's quite important to have right now options uh, options back, but we are flexible, and that's uh, I think one of our strengths as well. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore, for more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com/channel/archant. Yes, I forgot uh, to mention uh, him. So um, it was pretty painful in the beginning of the week, and um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, he was not able to train. But since um, since uh, Thursday, he's back uh, back in training, and for that um, he didn't miss uh, too too much. And for that, I think he will be fully fit and also available uh, also for Sunday. Um, obviously, without you know giving too much away with your team, but no Alex, does Ibrahim Amadou firmly come into your, mm. into your thoughts? And also maybe because we haven't really seen too much in that holding midfielder role now. Mm. Yes, we have uh, several several options. Uh, to to be honest, it's up to to us, and uh, in the end, up to me to to find the right uh, decision. So. Um, yeah, perhaps in, in, in terms of um, physicality, Ibrahim is probably the closest to, to Alex Setti. We have other other options to, to bring a bit more technical player in or a bit more um, player so to, to give a bit of sign of to play a bit more offensive or a bit more um, that we want to go further on with our um, a bit more slightly concentrated on defense uh, approach, concentrated uh, concentrated style. So we have many options. We have also the option to, to change our formation. So then don't want to speculate too much uh, today. And also, uh, from honest, I want to to uh, watch pretty pretty careful also the next training sessions. Who is really prepared and who impresses me also with performance on the pitch. It's, it's more or less the first time since uh, several weeks that we have this competition back on the training pitch, and it's also good because then you. Um, don't have to play just a player because he's available it's also like you can react a bit on what happens during this week and the week is not over so there are a few sessions so far and then we'll have a late decision but there are a few uh, opportunities that's uh, for sure and as you say to pick up that point talking of potential nice problems as a coach if, if mm. Jamal is now available mm. Sam Byron didn't do too much wrong at Everton and Max on the other side to pick two out of three out of those three that looks quite a tough call Yes, tough call, but exactly your situation uh, where, uh, where you are looking forward as a, as a coach to, to have it. And uh, if I'm honest, uh, I miss the situation to, to, to have the pain of um, needing a choice, um, uh, that the choice is needed 
um, I miss this situation because we didn't have it since, since I would say several months so far so it's it's coming closer it will be even hopefully um, even a, a bit better when for example Grant Hanley is also also back in the uh, in the mix but uh, it's good to have this competition and, and we need this competition without without any doubt and also good uh, for example that uh, Sam was able to deliver with such a good performance on the fullback position yes yeah, I mean, and on that point, you know, um, we know he had a slight issue, I think it was with his ankle, you said, after Man City, but he's mm. played against Man City on the right, and he played against Everton on the left. Mm. You obviously knew what you were bringing in with him, but uh, has he exceeded what you've got in terms of the versatility that he's got? Yes, he's versatile, and uh, that's uh, one of his big strengths. But uh, in general, so my feeling is, it's Sam is definitely one of our our best signings uh, in this uh, in the summer. He proved this with uh, his performances uh, already. Uh, but even in the time when he when he was not in the, in the starting line, he was always uh, always pretty close. But also he he pushed then the the other players to to deliver. So it's also like important that we have competition here. Yeah, that Max knows. Okay, he has to be always there with a good performance. Jamal knows. He has to be there with a good performance because there's a guy who puts pressure on them and and uh, and uh, delivers. And uh, that's that's quite important, quite good. And also in terms of his uh, personality and character, I think it was also tough for him to accept. For example, after the Man City game, yeah, sadly he was injured, but it was also like uh, he had to wait right now pretty long till till he was back in the in the starting lineup. But he always uh, behaved in an unbelievable professional way and also was there for the team and, and cheering uh, the guys up. Also, of course, he would have preferred to, to play more minutes, but he also showed great character. And uh, for me, uh, Sam, a big compliment to him. So he's more like even already a bit a role model of how we want to behave and our our, our spirit and my feeling one of uh, definitely one of our best signings in the summer with, with a focus on Sunday's game I mean you've talked already that maybe there isn't a huge amount that can change it is essentially the same group of players and obviously Freddie mm. Youngberg has been there as well all season mm. but if there is any uh, lack of confidence or fragility does it re-emphasise really positive start from your side on Sunday is, is imperative not to give any encouragement at all. Hmm. It's quite important. So we have to be switched on from the from the first second because uh, especially in the beginning of a of a first game after after change on this um, important role, I think there will be fresh energy in this Arsenal side without uh, without any doubt. And then also like to have an Arsenal legend like Freddie, um, uh, more like in the in the caretaker role, it's also I think a bit boost for the for the fans, for probably for the whole club and and also for the for the players because. You know his playing career is not too far away, and he knows how it how it feels to be uh, to be on the pitch. And I think they will come uh, with fresh energy and and uh, with good spirit. And they have many experienced players, so I don't expect that players like like I said, like Aubameyang, like 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 Özil to to crack under pressure. So they're so experienced, and they have experienced uh, so many different uh, different um, uh, moments and periods in, in football. So I think they are prepared. And and for me, it's still a unbelievable great club with. Uh, in general, so um, a great football philosophy of what they've done in the, in the last decade, and and also like in, in terms of the players, so they have all the potential to be uh, top class on uh, on on this level. And when there is a moment when uh, sometimes you got the feeling they just need a little spot in order to be ba- back uh, at their best, and for that uh, we are pretty much aware that uh, it will be an unbelievably difficult task. And for that you are totally spot on. So we have to start pretty pretty focused and concentrated and. Um, really, at, at uh, to be at our best level in each every second, because otherwise um, uh, you have no chance against this top class level. Uh, you mentioned you mentioned them again there, the top two, uh, the top end of the pitch. Sorry, you know Bama Yang quite closely from his time at Dortmund. How good is he? 
for me a world class uh, world class striker. So he has delivered over the recent years not only with one good year, but in in, in all the last years he was uh, able to to score in double double figures. So he was outstanding in Germany. He was also outstanding in last seasons here in uh, in England. It's also a great a great character. So a really good guy. So and and uh, it's it's always a player you're you're looking forward to have him in the in the team because. It's not only the quality, but also always a smile on your face and likes to joke a bit. It's it's great to have him in a, in a dressing room. And for me, um, it's also no coincidence that he was allowed to, to wear the captain armband, for example, in the several times also in the, in the last games. And it's for me a, a definitely a world class striker. And and I'm always um, um, yeah enjoy to to. Um, meet him, Pierre Marek, because he's a nice guy. So I would prefer to meet him not on the pitch tomorrow, but I think we uh, we can't avoid that he will be on the pitch uh, also um, on on uh, Sunday. And for that, we have to be definitely uh, to um, be unbelievably awake in order to control his quality. Yeah, I mean, within the games, within the games, him and if they play like a set, presumably Christoph and Ben, that who shades that potential battle could go a long way to deciding the outcome of the game. Do you think? Definitely, because um, yeah, so it's it's the quality of Aubameyang and like I said, so it's is is outstanding. So we play against many many top class uh, players, but um, to have um, really I would say one uh, two uh, really world class strikers in, in in one team. Okay, the best teams in the world they have it uh, several times, but they are both capable to score I would say twenty five goals uh, per season and to control this. And when you have um, behind them, then the options with uh, Özil with um, has proved that many times he can be a genius. Uh, you, have, you have the like of Pepe without any doubt, a, a top class, top class winger with unbelievable potential. Um, and we don't have to speak about the bit younger options, perhaps. So also many, many uh, players full of full of potential. So my feeling is, especially the offense of of Arsenal is, is without any doubt top class, even top class in the in the best league in the uh, in the world. And to control their offense and and to be good in our defense behavior. Uh, will be definitely a, a key topic for this game. It's a final one from me. Um, taking it on from the AGM last night, Stuart, as, as I'm sure you guys w would have expected, was asked about January. Made it quite clear that this is probably the first window you certainly don't have to sell players if you don't want to, and you might actually be able to buy one or two um, more expensive type of players within mm -hmm. your budget, obviously. Is that mm -hmm. a nice situation to be in for you? Because you, we all know that it's been very difficult for you, I mean, this time last year. Because mm. in Pritchard, when was it the January before? Mm. Uh, Madison, the mm. Murphys. It's been very difficult as a head coach, I'm sure. So, it, how does it feel going into this upcoming window, knowing mm. that you might have a bit more freedom? It's a much better feeling uh, to be honest. It's the first time since I since I arrived here that you don't have to fear. We have to sell some of our best players, and or you to live even last season to so live a bit in danger. Okay, when there is a offer, you can't. Uh, you can't um, deny so anyhow so it's more like uh, then you're also always looking forward to the moment when the transfer window is closed as a, as a coach and the first time um, since I'm here so it's more like a more much more relaxed situation um, and we, we still have um, yeah, a few opportunities perhaps to, to do ourselves a bit business in January we still know that uh, we are still okay meanwhile not working anymore on championship level but uh, in the best league in the world and we're still in the weakest position so probably all the other uh, teams uh, on on this level have better opportunities but at least it's it's possible for us to do some business if we find the right uh, player and for that um, it's quite a good um, or at least a much much better and much improved situation in comparison to all the other uh, transfer winners so if I'm honest Daniel, hmm. Emmy was obviously on the bench at Everton, and, and Moritz hasn't been in the in the side for hmm. the last few weeks. Um, have you, what sort of reaction have you seen from them both? Well, 
first of all, it was even the decisions to have them not on the starting lineup or sometimes like Moritz, for example, um, not in the in the traveling squad. It was not so much a decision against them both. It's more like a decision for some some uh, other players because, uh, for example, in the last game, uh, we got the feeling, okay, we Todd Cantwell in the beginning of the season, he delivered uh, with top performances, but also with goals and a few assists and he had to wait a, a few weeks right now. And he was top class on the training pitch, and I could react, bring him, uh, brought him on the pitch. And it's not always a guarantee when you train on top class level, but I'm a deep believer in that you play how you train. And when a when a player is, uh, is there and impressed me on the on the training pitch, um, then I'm willing to to bring him in because uh, yeah, Todd Proof, for example, he was for me really outstanding uh, the other day. Um, that he's then really prepared to deliver with a top-class performance. And this is also that each and every player can can use a chance on the training pitch when we have a, a proper week to to impress and and um, to be back um, also then in the in the starting lineup. And uh, but even all the other players who are in the starting lineup, they yeah also have to deliver in order to 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 keep their position. And for that, it's good to have lots of competition uh, back right now at the at the moment. And uh, yeah, there are some tough calls to make. So it's 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 not easy to. Uh, to name it um, uh, match day squad without Moritz Leitner because we all know about his potential it's not easy uh, to name a starting lineup for example without Emi Buendia because we know that he already during this season he has delivered with several assists but it's always up to to, to decide okay for, for this game what do we need in tactical terms also who seems to be prepared in a, in a, in a perfect way and um, it's also like uh, sometimes also like the, the, the general approach because for example Emi Buendia is is of course slightly different um, to Ted Cantwell or um, Moritz Leitner is of course slightly different um, in, in comparison to play with Tom Tribal or perhaps Kenny McLean uh, in, uh, in this position and for that it's always also up to me to to, um, to decide okay what what is needed in, in, in tactical terms and also like who is prepared in, uh, in, this, in this individual shape and, and fitness level and some tough calls but um, it's good to have this situation at the moment. Just one more. Mm-hmm. I think we all know how good Arsenal are and the quality of the players they've got. They have been in terrible form this season and, mm-hmm. and really struggling. So you've obviously seen them a lot recently. Can, can you see why they have been struggling? Why, why it hasn't been working out? And also, do you, are those problems going to disappear <laughs> now that... Yeah. So in, in in general, of course, uh, when you when you analyze the opponent, so you you always realize the strengths and the weaknesses, and sometimes small details can uh, can make a big difference in uh, in football, and also in the in the performance, also in the outcome of of, of results. And um, Unai um, is was and is definitely a highly um, recommended coach, and also with with unbelievable um, experience. And but but even sometimes it's it, even on this level. Yeah, you have to you have to um yeah, then confirm that you can't explain but sometimes it doesn't work out between a between a, a club, a team and uh, the coaches. This could happen with each and every uh, coach in the world. So nearly each and every uh, coach in the world has uh, have uh, to to have this feeling sometimes to be to be sector. There's just a handful um coaches in the world, football who who were not sector during their, their whole career. And uh, for that, I think it's it's quite normal sometimes. And um, of course, when you when you analyze the team, so you also realize, okay, perhaps there are some some weaker points or some points you you could you could work on. But I think it's it's not up to me to to speak about this. So I think uh, Arsenal uh, London is, is a top club and one of the, still one of the best clubs uh, in in Europe, one of the best clubs in this country. And I think 
it would be quite disrespectful with with I'm from with my knowledge background would judge from here just know what what went wrong in the in the past so it's, it's totally up to to Arsenal and I think they have uh, fantastic people there to to have the right decisions uh, right now to to go for the on and it's not up to me to uh, to judge uh, what went wrong.